So again, good morning and welcome back to this online retreat space. I'd like this morning to offer some reflections on the practice of insight meditation and then take some time to offer more detailed instruction for the practice. And there'll also be some time towards the end for some questions or reflections that you may wish to uh, bring or share. So just initially, just taking a moment to feel that you're here to have a sense of your body. To, to land where you are and notice there's a, there's a kind of a conscious intentionality required whereby we just let go so far as we're able of whatever else we were engaged with or whatever might be pulling or calling our attention. And the invitation really is to let ourselves be here and in this initial period just receiving the uh, the reflections. So this isn't a formal meditation as such, although of course you're welcome to be listening in a very meditative way while in a meditative posture. But the there's, there's something useful about just taking a little time to contemplate what we're doing as we enter this. And the practice of inside meditation, which is very much at the heart of the, the Buddha's teachings is a, is a practice that's essentially concerned with exploring for ourselves what it means to be awake, what it means to be a fully conscious, sensitive and open-hearted human being in the very midst of our lives. It's not about removing ourselves from or cutting ourselves off from life and from the world, from the experiences that arise within us or around us, but understanding what may be possible for us in meeting them in a fully conscious and sensitive way to bring wisdom and compassion to bear upon what is arising, what is being experienced, what we are encountering moment by moment as we go through the meditation, and equally as we go through the day. And the practice is not one that is simply about a period of formal, structured training and meditation as such, and then we do something else. It's really an invitation to bring this quality of attentiveness, of mindfulness, of consciousness, of presence, to the full range of our human experience through the entirety of our day, but at the same time, we can also recognize that a period of, of meditation practice allows more focus and a, a degree of wholeheartedness in which we're not doing anything else that is really supportive. And there's an element here that we could talk about as training, and it's useful to understand that. There, there are capacities and possibilities that we have as human beings for our hearts, for our minds, for our bodies, that we can train, that we can develop, that we can practice, so to speak. And so we talk about meditation practice, which I think is really helpful to remember because we don't talk about meditation perfect. We talk about meditation practice, which means we're learning how to do something. 
We're exploring what's possible. And so there's really great value in, in beginning with a sense of both openness to possibility, because in fact, the possibilities that are here for us are vast. What it is to be a human being is something that offers us immense potential. But at the same time, to come with a real sense of patience, because for most of us, it takes time to, to understand and to be able to fully and skillfully engage in this process. And the way we do that, of course, is a process of learning in which we won't always be able to do so or in the way we would wish to. And yet that is the raw material from which we learn, from which we grow. And again, this is the nature of what we call training. We don't expect to be the finished product at the beginning. Not that we're trying to produce some kind of product here. But do we see that, yes, there is something we're seeking that calls us, that moves us in our hearts. And for each of us, this may be different. Whether we call it peace or steadiness, whether we're thinking in terms of well-being or sacredness, whether it's something about truth or God or awakening enlightenment all these words point to something that and we may not have a word at all that points for us but we just have a sense a wordless sense of what is more that may be possible for us and the training element of meditative practice is it's like developing the tools and the skills and the capacities that support this that in themselves contribute to our well-being but by themselves, by measuring the degree to which we have developed, for instance, the ability to be mindful or the ability to be steady with our attention, these do not necessarily measure in themselves the sort of degree of value or development that we have at any point sort of discovered. That's more measured by the quality of our life. So we don't try and measure the meditation. We don't try and sort of attain some particular outcome while at the same time seeing that there are possibilities we can move towards. We can become more calm, more steady, more focused. Our heart and mind can become and develop its capacity to be open, to be sensitive, to see clearly, to understand more deeply the nature of our experience and the very processes that we are living our life amidst. All of this is possible for us. And at the same time, there's a process of discovery that runs parallel to this training. They're not separate. In fact, they're not really different, but maybe a different aspect we can look at. That, that there's this way that as we become more present, more connected, more mindful, more open, we also facilitate and support a process of discovery, of deepening understanding that we can talk of in terms of awakening, in terms of coming to more fully and deeply know for ourselves what is possible for us as human beings and what is possible for each and every human being that goes beyond, and in fact, so far beyond 
what our everyday lives and activities may suggest is possible for us. And so with this sense of discovery, one of the most important qualities we can bring to support that is is an openness. An openness to see what might come, to trust what our experience is, and to listen to our own heart and mind with care, which means to not just have to believe all the thoughts that might arise in our minds, but equally not to disregard the quiet intuitions or the quiet voices that sometimes we don't give so much attention to, that may nonetheless speak to us of what is important. And so we find ourselves here, having come to this retreat, Insight Meditation and Hatha Yoga, as an invitation to enter into, more fully and consciously enter into our spiritual journey and continue, as it will be for many of us, our spiritual journey. And so just for yourselves, again, just noticing what may be touched by the reflections I've offered. It may be not much at all. That's fine. You may just hear them and think, oh, yeah. Or maybe not sure about that. That's okay. But equally notice if there's something in you that that resonates, that responds, or that becomes a little clearer by way of your own intentionality, your own inspiration or aspiration. Because it's important to allow ourselves to be in touch with these, that we don't engage in spiritual practice, meditation, yoga. We don't do it as a mechanical performance activity, but as as an offering of ourselves to a process, the larger process of which is our life that we offer ourselves to. And the particular expression of it here is a a journey of training and discovery that we consciously embark upon. So just take a moment at this point, if you would like to, just to notice if there's anything in your body that feels like it needs a little to sort of bend or stretch or move or just to kind of be taken care of. So in meditation, we can sometimes have the idea that we're not supposed to move and there's a real value in steadiness and not just reacting to every stimulus sensation every thing that either attracts us or irritates us and at the same time as human beings we are living breathing organisms and so to respect that to recognize that life is always moving and where we might need to make some adjustment to include that within our process and our practice. Please don't be concerned that that would be somehow taking away from or affecting others. In fact, I don't really find the word distraction particularly helpful in the context of meditation Every experience ultimately offers us the opportunity to be awake, 
and our practice is to learn to make use of each and every opportunity for this. So taking a moment in the posture you find yourself, if you're in sitting meditation posture, as perhaps many of you will be, and that's what the primary orientation for this instruction period will be, but it may be that some of you are wishing or for some reason needing to be standing or lying. And uh, with the lying posture, for the, for the meditation practice, that's primarily a way of taking care if your body's not well. If your body, unless there's some illness or injury, I would really encourage you to be either sitting or standing. And if you need to move from one to the other during the period, then you're very welcome to do so. And if because of the condition of your circumstances, of your bodily well-being, you need to be lying down, that's of course okay and equally of benefit. And so taking a moment to connect with the sense of where your body's in touch with the ground. I find it's always so helpful to, to begin with a sense of contact with the earth, to feel the, the way the firmness of the seat or the cushion or the bench or the floor or the chair or whatever you're sitting upon or likewise standing upon. So feeling your bottom or your feet on the ground. Just noticing the quality of that experience, the, the way in which for most there will be some degree of firmness or hardness or solidity or substantiality or whatever it is that you might notice there. And this, in this noticing, just recognizing this is the earth beneath us upon which we sit, upon which we can allow this body to rest. And which supports us. So we, we are supported here. And we feel that in the contact with what is beneath us. And then taking a few moments also to just allow your body to rise up, to, to feel the upright quality in an alert, engaged way without becoming rigid, tight, or forced. And again, acknowledging the space around you and above you that allows you to be sitting here upright or standing or flying, just the space that allows you to be here, that you occupy or your body occupies. And this we can also just sense that quality of uprightness and the, the sky around and above us that allows this possibility for us and feeling that upright quality as it rises up from the, the base with the feet of standing or bottom buttocks of sitting and just the upright quality of your body rising up through the, the pelvis, the spine, the neck and the head. And then taking a moment just to relax, consciously acknowledging where there may be places of tightness, of holding, of discomfort or contraction in your body without needing to analyze them, not making, trying to make them go away as such, but just making space for them. And so far as there is holding or contraction around those experiences, just giving them permission to begin to soften, 
to release, to relax, just so far as they're able to do so without forcing. And it may be that you might consciously just bring an awareness of your breathing. And as you breathe out, just breathing out as if you're breathing out into that area of tightness or of holding. Inviting it to soften and relax. And just noticing around the head, around your head, and your eyes, maybe your mouth, jaw, temples. If there is tension or tightness. Just softening with and into this. But not pushing it away or rejecting it, trying to coercively get rid of it. Likewise with neck and shoulder, just noticing how your neck and your shoulders feel. Inviting any holding to soften, the shoulders to drop, if they do so, without forcing them to. Allowing then the consciously inviting the chest to be open and the belly soft. Letting your belly hang out a little if it wants to. We sometimes pull the belly in and we don't need to here. Just allow the belly to take up as much space as it likes. And so the breath can flow freely in your body. natural organic breathing process that expresses itself within the living organism of our human body, our somatic experience of life. In the in the meditation practice we Seek to find a balance between steadying, stabilizing and gathering the capacity for attentiveness, for focus and steadiness of mind. And we balance this with a, an openness and a willingness and allowing. We could talk about as a quality of heart that makes room for whatever's here. The much loved and deeply respected meditation teacher from Thailand, Ajahn Buddhadasa, who lived in the 20th century. He was once asked, how would you describe the world? And he responded with just three words. He said, lost in thought. And I think it's a very helpful perception to reflect on as we enter into meditation practice. So often we are lost in the world of thinking and the world of past and future. No longer quite aware that we are in the location and the time that we actually find ourselves. And we can also in recognizing that come to see thinking somehow as the problem. And for some, the idea of meditation is all about getting rid of thinking. Now, I would suggest that it might be more helpful to consider the significant element of Buddhadasa's answer, lost in thought, is not the fact of the thought, but the fact of the lost. It's the lostness that we need to address. Thinking is a natural part of human experience. 
we can learn to let it become less busy, less frantic, less compelling. But our practice is not to stop or get rid of the thinking process, but to gather our attention in a conscious way again and again. And for this, our body will be the primary reference that we use and is a great support and companion for this. Our body is always right here and right now. It's only ever found in this location. The mind can be anywhere. It moves with sometimes alarming enthusiasm towards the past, towards the future, into planning, into stories, into memories, nostalgia and regret, hopes and fears for the future. All of this is likely to appear and perhaps much more in your mind as you practice. And in that, you're that the practice is to notice when that happens and without judging it, without rejecting it, without blaming yourself or condemning the experience, just noticing, oh, this is where I am. And then bringing your attention back to your body, gathering again and again the sense of simple presence focused upon the direct felt experience of your body in the expression of its posture, whether sitting or standing or other posture, and in the expression of, of breathing and of bodily sensation that reveals itself in an ongoing way through the body. So it's always there for us. This body, this breathing is always available to us. And so there's this balance between not just abandoning ourselves and our mind to the habits and reactivities of mental uh, proliferation, mental busyness, but nor somehow getting into a battle with the fact that this might arise. At times we might be lost, but in the moment of realizing that we can always begin again. And this is the practice. And as we attend to the body, as we attend to the breathing, what we'll notice for some of us is the tendency to not really connect, to, to kind of be a bit vague in the way we attend. And it's good to be quite particular, to actually notice, okay, this is what the posture, this is what it feels like on my left buttock or my right buttock the right side of my bottom or left side of my bottom or my left foot, my right foot or both feet. But do we know, oh, it's this. So being quite particular in moments, we might also have a sense of our whole body. Oh, my whole body feels like this. And there might be a word for it. it might be, oh, right now my whole body feels tense or my whole body feels relaxed. We don't have to name it. It doesn't need to be that we're putting a word on it, but it's more that we're being kind of specific rather than just a vague generalized sense of, oh, it's sort of body is something going on somewhere over here. And for some of us, that's what we will maybe need to work on at times. For others of us, and we can of course go both ways here, what we will find rather than being kind of vague, actually what tends to happen is we tighten. We tend to push with some degree of force or some endeavor to compel our attention to stay, to hold on to, or to fix on a particular aspect of our experience. And what we'll 
what we'll notice if that's the case is a kind of a tightening and a hardening that isn't actually helpful or conducive to well-being and doesn't really contribute to the development of the meditative practice. And so just noticing as you begin to bring your attention into your body and return again and again to your body, where the balance is for you between a sense of softness that isn't vague and yet a quality of focus that doesn't become tight. And again, don't expect to do it perfectly. Just explore, seeing for yourself what's possible. For many people, using the breath is a really helpful support. And I would suggest, again, not trying to tighten the focus too much into the breath or grab hold of it and fix onto it, but more to have a sense of coming into contact with it, feeling the movement, the ripple, the flow of sensation that takes place in your body as you breathe. Noticing what it's like as your body draws air into it, as it expands and flates and rises up. And as the air travels up through the nostrils, into the throat, into the chest, what you may feel there. So it may be the specifics of the breath passageways, the breathing pathways, and it may be the whole sense of your body being affected by the in-breath. And equally, as you breathe out, maybe the sensation of air moving up from the lungs, through the throat and out the nostrils. Maybe the sense of the whole body as it softens and gently moves in a downwards way, descending, releasing, dropping as we breathe out, kind of softening and relaxing quality. And just letting this movement and experience of breathing in and breathing out be the the ground for centering and gathering your attention. For some people, this may not be what is most useful. And it's equally helpful and can be for some what's most useful is to just make the attention a bit larger to include the whole body, to focus more on the posture itself And it's almost like the periphery of the body, which could even include the space around your body. And just noticing for yourself, if you're not familiar with that, what what that might be like. It's sometimes particularly helpful if there's some intensity of emotional experience present. If we bring our attention to the breathing, it somehow forces or plunges our attention into that in a way that isn't always helpful. And sometimes then what's more useful is to be more spacious and to take a larger field, the whole body and the space around it, as the primary way of attending. Again, there isn't a right way or a wrong way here that we can always say this is what should be done. It's more like, so what happens if I try it this way? What happens if I try it that way? What seems most useful here? These are the kind of questions that inform our practice. And of course, not to be needing to figure that out all the time. Equally important is just going along with the frame and the form of what is suggested and seeing over time what is most useful for you. And so we'll take some time for a more formal meditation. Again, feel free if you need at this moment to make some adjustment in your posture. 
or if at some further point you need to adjust your limbs or your your back or your head in some way to do so mindfully attentively with sensitivity and we can see this is part of our practice and if you're comfortable to be sitting without adjustment for extended periods of course very welcome to just sit in this way too so we generally encourage eyes to be closed but it's not required if you're familiar or trained in a form of meditation involving eyes open it's okay to have them softly focused on the floor in front of you and not looking around. And again, feeling your body sitting, standing, or in such posture as you find yourself. Feeling the ground beneath you, the space around you. The upright quality of your body and also allowing yourself to relax. And bringing your attention to rest in the experience of your body, sitting or standing, breathing in and breathing out, just as it is. And establishing the clear intention to be as fully present as you are able. To return and reconnect in each moment you find you've become disconnected or lost. Not seeking to push away experiences that may be sticky for us or we find our attention being pulled towards, but simply putting them down when we notice we've become engaged in thinking, reactivity, distractedness, just coming back to the body, to your body, to the breath that's taking place right now. to the sense of your posture and the wholeness of your body that's here in this moment. Being conscious, sensitive, mindful and awake. moment by moment, just as you are.
reconnecting right where you are beginning again whenever you need to coming back to this body sitting standing breathing just as it is consciously and mindfully attending to your direct experience right here. Just as you are.
for the last part of this meditation period, I'd like to invite you to join me if you wish in some short period of standing meditation. And just noticing as you hear that, you, if you wish to continue sitting, you may, but to move into a standing posture, to do so slowly and mindfully, and just notice what that's like to move your body, to include that as part of your practice and come into a standing posture. It won't be a very long period of standing, but if that's something that's not okay for your body, just again, listening to your body. Placing your feet about shoulder width apart on the floor, pointing relatively straight forward. Feeling the way your body presses down through your feet into the floor, allowing your body to be upright without being rigid. Softening behind your knees so that the legs are not locked, but dynamic. Drawing your attention up through your body, from your feet, through your legs, pelvis, torso, neck and head. Feeling the uprightness of your body and also just allowing and inviting some relaxation. Allowing the shoulders and the hands to just hang as they do, not trying to do anything with them as such, but just in this posture, noticing your body as the primary reference for attention, quality of standing, uprightness on the ground. You may find your attention naturally comes to your breathing, which is okay, but you don't need to look for the breath to center the breathing in your attention. It can equally be just the sense of your posture. And if your attention is drawn to thoughts or other things, coming back to this, your body right here standing just as it is. You may be aware of the stillness of your body or the subtle movements that, and adjustments we need to make. Human being standing on the earth and beneath the sky. Standing up for wakefulness. For whatever 
is important to you. If your posture becomes rigid, just softening as you breathe out. If it starts to feel floppy or flaccid, just engaging as you breathe in a sense of uprightness. When you hear the sound of the bell, just listen to the sound, receiving it, mindful, conscious and present as you are. Staying with that sound and the listening, just receiving until it fades away. When the sound has faded into the silence, taking this as the indicator that the formal meditation has ended. And you can Move your body as you need at that point. Come back into sitting if you wish.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.